Morning, everybody. How's it going today? I know I'm at a bit of a random time for this episode. Again, we are going to chalk that up uh, to uh, business travel. I'm currently in Anaheim for the AWS Summit here. Um, and as those of you on the vlog can tell, yet another glamorous uh, generic hotel uh, behind me. Don't get me wrong, getting great service at the property. But still, for a background, you know. So originally when I thought about this topic for the basics, and we're going to talk about passwords and passphrases today, what I thought the video was going to be was essentially me screaming into the camera, uh, into the mic for a good 25 minutes. Um, passwords are probably the example of everything that is wrong with security uh, in the digital domain. Um, and let me just apologize for the last 40 years of professional practice around this. Um, so let's, let's fix up some mistakes here. Let's give you a clear understanding of what passwords are, what uh, a good password is, um, and why we use them right okay so uh, you know what a password is it's some sort of secret that you know uh, that combines with a username um, and you get to log into systems the goal of a password is to make sure that you're you right um, authentication is a big thing in security and we'll cover authentication versus authorization in another topic uh, but authentication making sure you're you is really important because if you log into Facebook you should only see your stuff not my stuff right so the under the understanding of okay we need some way of making sure that you're you is pretty clear for most folks the challenge is is that passwords are a horrible solution they're a crap solution but they're the least crappiest of all the crappy solutions Okay, um, it's really hard to figure out who's who at scale. And that's what we're talking about here is really at scale. Um, you get this in the physical security world where you walk up and they ask you for government issued ID, right? And we try to make sure that that ID is really difficult to forge. Um, that's essentially like a password, um, but it's obviously you, people have been forging it for years. We've all watched cool crime or spy movies, um, you know, even from the 60s where people were forging these documents to move through. There's a long history of forging credentials in the real world, and we wanted to avoid that in the digital world. So we thought, hey, passwords, that's great. The problem is the guidance you know and have sort of internalized um, sort of the, the mythology around what makes a good password is all flat out wrong. And I don't say that just as my opinion wrong. Mathematically, it is wrong. Psychologically, it is wrong. Um, everything that we've internalized about like eight characters or more um, needs to have a lowercase, uppercase, at least one number and a symbol actually leads to worse security passwords, right? The passwords, uh, security of those passwords are far worse um, than what the current guidance is. So there's a group in the States called the National Institutes for Standards and Technology, NIST. Now they are sort of the, the gold standard for these kinds of standards. Um, and they finally last year updated their guidance to align with the reality of probability and psychology. So the goal of a good password is to make sure that it's really hard for anybody but you to guess, okay? Um, the goal is to make it hard for a computer to brute force it. Now, brute force means that the computer just tries again and again and again and again and again really, really fast um, in the order of tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of times per second to guess your password. Now, there is a bunch of defenses put in place on websites and in applications to stop those guesses from being so fast because obviously a human could never do that. But you've seen these breaches where somebody's gotten in and stolen the database of passwords. Now, those passwords should be encrypted 
Now, encrypted uh, means, um, actually, these ones should be salted and hashed, but we'll deal with that later. Basically, what it means is they shouldn't be stored as passwords. They should be stored as a code, mathematically, a one-way code of those passwords. So that if you only way you can get back to that code is if you type it in. Um, and we'll cover the security around encryption and hashing and things in the next episode. But the important thing is to know that your password should never be stored as you type it. So the idea here was to make sure that humans made good passwords that were hard for computers to guess. But it turns out that hard for computers to guess also means hard for humans to remember. And this led to password one, password two, password three. Um, also, this rotating passwords every 30 days um, or every 90 days actually leads to worse passwords. It reads, uh, people get frustrated with them, people get really annoyed, um, and it leads to worse security outcomes. So, so far we've got a bad thing that we treat poorly, that we have bad operational security around that leads to bad outcomes. Big win so far. Um, well, the new NIST guidance lines up with reality, and what it says is that you shouldn't put a limit on how long a password should be. Um, you shouldn't make it any specific pattern. You should strongly encourage minimum size passwords. Um, so we're talking, you know, 16, 24 characters or more. The idea here um, is to make it hard for guess. But of course, you can't guess a random, you can't remember a random string of characters that are 24 characters long. What you need is a passphrase. Now, a passphrase is just a sentence that you remember, or two or three, um, that you can figure out. Um, so the goal here is to have a um, something that is uh, long and um, unique to you. Um, it can be a series of words, or it can be uh, just a sentence that makes sense to you using some random words. And that will make a long password. Now, the reason why long is good is because of something um, called entropy. And entropy is essentially um, the challenges around uh, designing uh, or breaking these passwords down. Because what we're talking about from a math side, and that's a really horrible example of entropy. I'll recover that online somewhere. Um, but really, the goal of a long password is to make it um, within a problem space. So the longer the password, the bigger the possible space of passwords. So if you have a one letter password, um, we know that that is got to be within a certain set of characters. So within uh, the bounds of all the possible characters you could type in, um, which is you know somewhere upwards of like 15,000. So it's one in 15,000 characters. Um, if you go to two, now it's one in 30,000 characters. If you go to three, now it's one in 45,000. You see how that starts to work? Um, it starts to get uh, really, really, um, actually even that math is off. It's higher than that. Um, I'm really not with it this morning. Um, but the point is the longer the password is, the harder it is to guess. And that's the goal of having a pass phrase. Now the goal with a pass phrase um, is to keep it for as long as possible. So the new recommendation is that you change it once a year um, or if something happened, so if somebody broke into, uh, or you think, uh, if somebody broke into a site where you're using that password, um, or uh, if you think somebody saw it over your shoulder, then you should be changing it. So the goal of these passphrases is to keep it really, really long, um, and then you should be using something called a password manager. Now, this is a piece of software. You can pay for them, or you can find them on open source, and it stores a bunch of passwords for you. So you have one big passphrase that unlocks your password manager, um, and then the passphrase, uh, the passphrase unlocks that vault, and then in that vault are a bunch of automatically generated gobbledygook passwords that are really long and complicated, but you don't have to worry about because you only ever copy and paste them into uh, your um, websites, into your um, apps, and that kind of thing. And that's how you get a good, strong um, password security. Now, the goal here um, of having different passwords for site is that if one site gets breached, 
your all of your sites are not at risk. So if um, let's say uh, you know your corporate website gets gets hacked um, and you lose that password, it doesn't give them access to your Gmail and to your Facebook and to your Twitter and to your Instagram and all this kind of stuff. So it's it's reducing that risk. But of course, you can't remember hundreds and hundreds of passwords, which is why we have the password manager. Now the other thing I want to talk about passwords real quick because I know this one's going long um, is uh, paste copying and pasting them and entering them. So you know when you have those little uh, stars or dots or balls obscuring your password as you type it and that can be sometimes frustrating because you're not sure if you typed it right. So the reason behind those is to make sure that if there's somebody behind your shoulder and they're physically looking or if they're able to record the screen somehow that they don't get access to your password. So you see on some sites, uh, notably Amazon.com, um, uh, you can actually check a, check a show me my password um, to see what's going on. Um, now the reason for that is that they're saying it's a less likely that somebody's surfing over your shoulder. So if you're checking that box to show you your password, make sure you just take a quick glance or you know if it's on your phone, keep it close to you so that only you can see it and nobody can see it from over your shoulder. Now the thing about not being able to paste passwords, that's just a security misunderstanding and that's just people not doing the proper research. You should always be able to paste into security box but not copy from it for obvious reasons. You don't want to be able to copy somebody's password but you should always be able to paste into it. Now fortunately we're seeing less and less people um, implement that as a design pattern but that's good. But remember if you come across that, that's the developer's error, not yours. So it's a bit about passwords. What do you think? Um, do we need to recover this? I think we might need another episode on it. Let's see. Hit me up online at MarkNCA for those of you on the vlog or on the streaming channels in the comments down below. Um, as always, for pod, uh, podcast listeners um, and uh, for everybody else, you can hit me up by email me at MarkN.ca. Remember, you should have a passphrase, not a password. You should only change it when something happens. Um, or once a year, it shouldn't be regularly rotated. It's going to take a while for the rest of the systems to get into place. Um, but that's the way where we should go because it leads to far better security outcomes. I hope you're set up for a fantastic day. I will see you on um, Monday. Um, uh, traveling on the t uh, tomorrow, so uh, we will skip a day um, and we'll be back at it after the weekend. Take care.